Hi, Jenny. Hi, Sue. Hi. Hi, there Hi. you are. I can see you now. <laughs> How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good. Yeah, great. Yeah. Are you having Mother's Day in Ireland like we do here? Uh, no, ours is earlier. I think it's in March. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Mother's Day today? Uh, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, well, happy Mother's Day for tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't have children, do you? No. You, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can wish you our happy Mother's Day anyway. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'll be spending mine tomorrow with my with my mom and dad. So, I'll, well, um, yeah, I'll hold that in my mind. I can celebrate with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, twice a year. Woohoo! <laughs> Well, I, I got up this morning and looked out the front door and there was a big box, big box like this on mm -hmm. my front porch. And it must have been delivered last night. Um, it, it was at 630. So I thought, wow, they're really getting out early <laughs> with deliveries. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a big box of flowers. Just beautiful. Oh, wow. <laughs> for, for you, for from one of your kids or? Yeah. From, from both my daughters, yeah. Okay, that was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I love flowers. I do too. Mm. We got, oh, there's Corrine. Hello. Hi, Corrine. Forgot to put this in my ears. I can hear. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I like your shirt, your blue suit. Yeah, your I nice, the same thing. What you're wearing there, it's pretty. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful color. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I'm moving around so much glowing. trying to get comfortable. <laughs> you're still glowing, Corrine. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I think I'm glowing today because I went... I went to a first communion for the first time um, of the oh. little kids at, at church. I don't know. I just decided I'm going. It was 113 of them. <laughs> oh. And I actually stayed through the whole service. And it was so cute. It was oh. so cute. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And at the end, the priest said that all the kids repeat, Jesus, thank you for coming into my heart. And staying with me. <laughs> it was so oh. cute. Mm. Mm. One of my prayer partners, um, not from Master for Living, but we've been prayer partners since the 90s. And uh, she was telling me they went to a graduation yesterday of one of their grandchildren. And there were 500 kids that graduated. Oh. <laughs> It was just endless, you know. <laughs> they all had to walk across the stage yeah. and yeah. get their diploma. And she said it just took forever. 
Yeah. yeah. We, it's um, nice to be with the young people, though. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, in Jenny. Sure. Let's pray. Mm. I'm so grateful and thankful to you. come into our so heart. grateful and thankful to you. come into our. I can hear myself on an echo. Hang on a second. <clears throat> So grateful and thankful to connect in spirit for this heart opening space. So grateful and thankful to connect with the three or more who are gathered and for all of our brothers and sisters who join us in the replay. So grateful and thankful for this time to drop into our hearts, to expand into love, to come fully into the present moment and to allow all blocks to love, all blocks to being present, to fall away. So grateful to know that this time is a time of great blessings, a time of healing and a time of joy. So grateful to receive this moment and this time into our hearts, to allow it to be knowing the healing is already done, to share the benefits with all of our brothers and sisters, knowing that we are one. And so it is. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Mm. My pleasure. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so are you doing the? You probably have done them already too. Are you doing the course in miracles this year? No, this the, the lessons. Yes. Lesson. Mm-hmm. You are. Did you start at the first of the year? No, I started. Sometime last year, and honestly, I have to, I sometimes repeat lessons because I get so much from them that mm-hmm. I don't do one every day. Do you mm-hmm. do that? I've been doing that because this is my first time doing it, really, consciously doing it. <laughs> so, so I'm trying to do it on um, once a year. Even I'm sure in the future I'll be going back to them again. But I'm I've been trying to do one every day, and so far the daily lessons have been so instrumental in in everything that I'm doing. And it seems to, it seems like I'm walking along with it's walking along with me. I don't know how you feel, Jenny, but this is how it's been showing up for me, and I'm so grateful. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah, they do often show up at just the right moment, and there's a deepening, I guess, that happens. Uh, they, they, yeah, keep building. Mhm. Yeah. And uh, it's every day is just right somehow. You know, every day. <laughs> that lesson for the day is just right. Mhm. And you know, it's funny that when I was not into the Course in Miracles, but I had like a daily word or something from the, you know, in my in my past, also going to work and having the family, and it was so, such hard moments. So many times, the word was so appropriate to just keep me uplifted and to keep me going. So I think it was um um the class that that John Mundy is doing now on A Course in Miracles. 
he mentioned one time that, you know, even the course, it doesn't matter whatever path that you're on and you're really seeking, whether it's the course, the Bible, the Quran, whatever, whatever path you're on, that you are uh, being heard. You know, there is something happening. You, there's a, you're being heard and you're being supported. And, and I, I can say that, yeah, that's how I've been feeling most of my life, even though I really, really have gone through a lot. But at the same time, Knowing that I, I guess I must have always had that seeker personality. I guess I must, I must have been seeking all along. And and when I look back, even when I didn't think I was being supported, now I can see where I was. Hmm. Yes, it's amazing. That too, Colleen. Right? Yeah. 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 The daily word is amazing. It it is. It really is. It's like somebody's reading your mind and, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> giving you exactly what you need. And I and sometimes I think, I wonder if everybody gets the same daily word. <laughs> and I know they do, but. <laughs> well, actually, I called it the daily word, but it could be anything. There's you know any daily source that you have because at one time I had one called the Magnificat and I've had the daily word but I've had some different sources along the years also that and sometimes somebody sends me something if I didn't even do mine you know so it's just been very good yeah hi Rand hi Rand hi hi good to see you all yeah you too and kitty cat yeah, this is uh, Milkshake here saying hello. <laughs> Hi, Milkshake. <laughs> yeah. He says, I need some decongestant. He's sneezing. So. <laughs> oh, that's one. Oh. He's oh. a lover kitty, as you can tell. <laughs> ah. What am I doing? What am I doing? Kareem, what happened to your, uh, your video? You're gone. I keep trying to un Oh yeah, you're back. I, I There you are. I was looking for the mute. I think I was muting and unmuting, but I was doing the contrary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how are you, Ron Rand? Well, I am taking it moment by moment these days. Um uh, about three weeks ago, my wife got the flu, and um, since then, she has just totally flipped out about me. She quit talking to me. She quit, um, doesn't allow me, doesn't want me to email her, doesn't want me to text message her, doesn't want to see me, and um, it's been a very weird experience. Uh, we went to a counselor last night. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it was very helpful. And uh, uh, it's just uh, a weird, weird time. At the same time, um, right next door to me, where I live, is a Methodist church. So I went over there and... Um, I saw they had a healing service. I said, oh, I'd like to go to those. And uh, so I went over and met with the minister that wants to do those. And uh, just really hit it off with her. 
she actually knows the Course in Miracles and uses it in some of her services. <laughs> what she can get away wow. with in a Methodist church, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. And um, her and her husband are going up to Seattle to get stem cell treatments. What kind of treatments? Stem cells. Oh, oh okay. And uh, I might be right for something like that. Uh, at this point in my life. So um, she's going to go up and give me the, give me the report of how it goes. It's three visits. They don't do it just once. They, you go three times. And uh, she invited me. She's also into the work of Joe Defensa. Are you guys mm -hmm. familiar with Dr. Joe? Yeah. Uh, and, just his person, not much. I haven't read his books or anything. Well, um, She's been to a lot of his workshops, and so she's going to give me some of his. I've read his books. They're really mm. fabulous. Mm -hmm. You know his backstory about yeah. being totally uh, destroyed in an accident, and instead of doing surgery, he meditated for four months and totally healed himself. Mm -hmm. So uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. And so she runs uh, two healing circles and one of them is primarily what Joe's work is. And one of them I'm not sure is, but I've invited to him. So uh, looking forward to uh, seeing where that goes. So it was a nice connection. Um, last week, uh, the Holy Spirit told me only one word. And that's it. For a whole week, all I would hear was the word create. Create. And I'm going, well, am I supposed to paint pictures or what? I don't know. <laughs> I could do that, probably. I know how to draw. Um, and so yesterday, the second word came, a second word came, and only two, so I've only got two so far. And the second word came in was create community. So I'm trying to figure out, well, where do I create this community? Is it the condominium complex I'm in now? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm in a big, tall building. Um, so those are the big excitements of my life right now. Um, uh, trying to see where things go. I uh, Things are so cattywampus. Uh, all I can do is, like I say, pray for my, my sweetheart. And send lots of violet flame. And that's what I asked for in the in the prayers. I, I know you all saw. But I didn't want to fill up the words there with uh, a story. Though know, I'm giving you the story here. <laughs> Just giving you the what happened. Um, and uh, I... I I don't know. I'm. Uh, I know people get divorced and go on their own ways all the time. Um, but uh, I've been married. This is my fourth marriage, and I figure I need to quit doing that because <laughs> I keep, you know, the persons change, the problems remain the same. So um, I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't. I don't know if I'm going to have much choice in this matter. Mm. 
like this. Um, what came to me with your create community seems you. that you do. It's it seems that it's actually happening, and with this pastor that you just met and mm-hmm. going to planning to go to their healing service. I mean, that's community right there. And maybe creating community, I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, in my way, in my thoughts, doesn't have to be that you are the one who's initiating and, and developing a new community, but you are creating community just by participating and being because I've been getting some of that also lately with certain questions with church and things like that. And and I remember also um, a few months ago, Lisa Anatoly said, Cre- uh, community, no, communion was three words, celebration, communion, connection, communion, connection, and celebration. And and every now and then I come back to those words, and and I said, well, co- you know, communion and communion and connection happens, you know, in a church, and celebration happens in a church, and it doesn't have to be in a church; it could be anywhere, you know, with a community in your neighborhood, anywhere. Your ne- and I don't think it's a coincidence because everything is, you know, divinely guided that you have these people right next to you. And yeah. that all these doors are opening, it just seems like divinely guided. You just—it seems to me like you're listening and you're getting guidance and 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 following it. Yeah. Yeah. It actually is interesting because my wife, who works with special ed kids, uh, I went over there on Thursday, and. That was the time when they do their community breakfast. And so uh, her crew comes in to help clean up afterwards as part of their job training that they do. And uh, so she was there and introduced me to the other guys. And it was, you know, it was pretty nice. She was really sweet to me in in public, I guess. (laughs) Oh, I have so much to learn about life. (laughs) Oh, we all. That, that's what I was so thinking. <laughs> I don't know if there's enough time in my life to learn all this, you know. But uh, I seem to have so much more to learn. I'm going to stay yeah. in that beginner's mind. I don't know nothing. <laughs> but that's exactly what it is. That's what we all say. I mean, the, the course, I don't know what anything is for. I don't know anything. But, yeah. 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 I uh, had a year where um, I sweated blood to get us moved to this condominium thing and uh, got myself all situated up. Got my wife's a condo in the same building. And now this year, she decided to sell it. And I didn't really have, it's in her name, so she just went ahead and sold it. And uh, it's sort of like all my best, every plan I have made must not have been totally in accordance with Holy Spirit because <laughs> things seem to be going in weird directions. <laughs> I don't understand. 
what, what is consoling to me is that everything in this world is an illusion anyway. <laughs> yes. I, I am working with illusions. <laughs> I'm working with illusions and, uh, yeah. And I'm dancing with illusions. Yeah, you, you know, what strikes me, Rand, is I've heard you speak with such intention over this past, you know, year or so, you know, your intention for community, your intention to heal and your holy relationship with your wife. And yeah, I just hear it coming. It's, it doesn't always come the way we expect, you know, or <clears throat> any ideas that we have about how that might look. But I can hear your and your prayers being answered and such fruit coming out of your prayer work you know it's really I know it sometimes doesn't always feel pleasant but yeah it's a it's such a blessing for us to witness to you know well thank you so much you guys are uh just true treasures every one of you have such great gifts to offer so I have an apartment and uh, I have three different caregivers coming in during the week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And then um, a fourth person is available for me to come in to fix things that break. And so I'm kind of taking care of in that physical domain. And, um, My spouse was coming over and seeing me in the morning time before she goes to work just for a quick visit. Come in the evening, maybe watch a little television with me or something. And that was about it. And so it's it's come out that she calls this emotional caregiving. And I thought thought we were married and we had a relationship and so now I have to rethink well what does all this mean it uh should I take it seriously um I'm being fit in a box and and um is there any way to to I you know one can't change one of the person's mind that's that's a miracle But um, sometimes a holy relationship is accepting that it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. I, yeah. And then there's the issue, like I said, I don't really have any connections, but I'm trying to make some here. Um, uh, yes. Uh, she had been my primary relationship going on. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting. I don't know if you all believe in astrology or not, but this is also my Saturn return. <laughs> mm. Anybody knows what that means? I I am not hugely here with astrology. I have a. I, is it, does it mean it's a, well, you, maybe you could share with us what, 
about oh, Saturn return I'll tell means. you about Saturn returns. Your first one happens around age 28, and it's the transition from your physical life to your emotional life. And these are just broad terms. And generally, it's not for most people. Saturn is a, is a sort of a hard taskmaster in the in the realm of the planetary speak. And um, but he moves you into a new domain. So you know, a lot of people get married around this age and have children, and there's you know emotional contact, things like that. Around 58 is your second Saturn return. And some people say it's a, it's a turn to your spiritual life. You know, you're entering into the last third of your life. And uh, a lot of people get depressed during this time. A lot of people, because you're letting go of certain things, things are disappearing and that your attachments you might have to them. And it causes you pain. And, uh, so I'm sort of in that boat. Um, we had uh, went to an astrologer knowing all this is going on. So I had a reading done and it was kind of fun. But I think the reader was kind of convinced that uh, uh, I may not survive the year was his opinion. <laughs> so I don't believe that. I think I'm going to be around a little longer for that. But uh, uh, I think that uh, my wife is doing some of the stuff that maybe that was in that chart or something that he put out. And so who knows? But nonetheless, it's been uh, a crazy, crazy time. Yeah. You know, last fall, I had a relapse of my illness after 28 years, and uh, now I'm all clear. Everything is, but I'm on a harsher drug that causes more symptoms. But I have so much more work to do. I don't think I'm done with this life. As Jennifer mm -hmm. says, we're all on the path to awakening. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it can feel like a death. Yeah, because everything in the physical is, is yeah. It's like dying to self in order to wake up to, to, to the big S, you know, dying to the little S self. Yeah. So that the big S can, can um, surface or whatever the words are. But um, yeah, it, it's a lot of things that um, I've been thinking about myself this past week, you know, what do I believe, what don't I believe, things of the past, you know, things. And ultimately what I decided is that I don't have to believe in any of it, really. You know, I mean, I can still, and that doesn't mean that I'm not here. And, and it keeps coming to me, the words of Jesus, I am in the world, but not of the world. And so some of the things that may seem to trouble me, 
I just kind of notice it and not let it, not stay with it. Because the moment my attention goes to it and I start thinking about it and making a meaning of it, then I'm really, it becomes harder. And I'm stuck in it and it's harder to get out. Whereas just watching the thoughts and letting them go, not attaching to it and just going back to And this is why I was saying at first that these lessons of the Course in Miracles are really helping me because as I go along with these challenges, the lesson of the day, I go back and I, I, a lot of times I forget, but I just go back and I read it again. And lately that's what it's been doing the last three days. It's been talking about, you know, the world and the things that that we that that I'm seeing, but that's it's not, you know, that's one thing. But then there's this other side, you know, there's the door that's open to to the true self. And and for me to, you know, it's a, it's a matter of choice. Well, am I gonna am I gonna? I ask for the Holy Spirit actually, choice and prayer because I can't do this alone. Holy Spirit has to be part of it to bring me to that door, you know, to bring me to that other side where truth abides, where light is. And and the more I practice that, the, the less influence those other earthly thoughts or ideas or even people and institutions which I belong to become less of a challenge because ultimately I know that it's not, that's not where the power is. That's not where the reality is. I'm in it. I'm part of it. I'm being influenced by it. Yes, I'm going back and forth, back and forth, but I'm going more and more towards the truth, the light, where spirit resides. So it's that constant fluctuation, you know, between one and the other, but not allowing it to, to disturb me because ultimately we are all carried and wanted or not. That's another thing that they say, whether like you like it or not, eventually you are still going to end up, you know, in the light and in the truth. You know, it's just a matter of time. So you could choose to stay with the delusions and illusions, you know, as long as you want to, but the, the choice is always there for you to go more and more, for me to go more and more towards that light. And that's kind of what I've been, um, this whole week I, seems to have been around that for me in the um where I am right now, along with all the readings and things that we're doing together. So I don't know why I said all that, but anyway, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well so helpful, Kareem. You know, one of the things I've noticed since coming home from the retreat, um and one of the, the things that came up for me was um you know my identity with my family has been and my so the vibration of my family is is anxiety just huge anxiety and fear and so it was kind of you know when somebody says something that's so you know accurate but and so you know that it's accurate but yet it's kind of a surprise so and I had been talking about this in the stop playing small you know that this is my family vibration and uh, I think that's why when I listened to Kareem Zubko I just cried I cried for like 20 minutes and I didn't even know why I was really crying but I feel like it, it was actually like a falling away of okay so this anxiety that has existed in my life since I was born and you know has been around, around me you know present in my thoughts and 
in my experience for so long listening to her I realized it doesn't it's not who I truly am you know and so this it's it's the personality it's the, the kind of the small self and so you know when Jennifer said to me at the the spiritual counseling because I had already shifted and moved a little bit she's like yeah you know like you know anxiety seems to be part of your identity and I was thinking oh my god it's like you know her example was really helpful in that she talked about growing up in a black neighborhood and so she didn't realize as a small child that she was white because everybody was black and so the realization of oh I'm white didn't happen for a while and I was thinking oh so the realization of this anxiety is only happened for me recently and and then you know layer of it go is and then moving into my higher self is a is such a shift and now that I'm home it's really I find myself going so who am I without this layer of anxiety like it's so and I feel like I was looking at myself in the video when we arrived when I first came on because I was the only person here and I was like my face looks so much more it's really different walking around the world without at least some of that you know some of those fearful thoughts having having dropped away yeah it's really um walking more in in spirit is a uh, is amazing but also a little bit weird <laughs> I felt a bit weird when I came home like I feel different and uh yeah it was a uh, it was a little strange in a good way and it's loosening that's what today's lesson was loosening the thoughts that I have with the world or something like that green wasn't it I don't, I don't know how to how it was phrased exactly but we can loosen loosen that identity that I have with anxiety and it's helpful for my family too. And the thoughts that go with that, you know, some of the ones that I'm, I'm aware of, it's obviously a whole thought system, but some of them are related to victimhood and helplessness, that they're the thoughts that are, for me, create an experience of anxiety that are also falling away. Yeah, I just looked it up. I lose the world from all I thought it was. I lose mm. the world from all I thought it was. <laughs> and it says, let let me loose. <laughs> loose the <laughs> loose the world from all that I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's like yeah, it's like like you said, you know, you had this whole thing, this whole identity and everything, but it's part of the world and to let it loose it's a process yeah i mean it happens for some people just like that but but for yeah i think even jennifer was saying also that who would i be you know when you when you lose that identity yeah. then then what yeah it's it's i guess it's you know it's it's a time it's like an adjustment period but but you can't go back in you know to where you were once you have tasted the <laughs> the joy yeah. and the and the peace and the love and that that's because it is familiar in some kind of an unconscious way you know and 
It's interesting. I I don't I I was wondering about you, Jenny, having done two back to back like that. To me, it was like I don't know if I if I could have done that whole long thing like that. It, it, it's a lot, mm-hmm. so I can understand because yeah. even when I came back, I felt a little bit like okay, readjustment. But for you, it's even longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. Uh, I didn't see anybody for about for a few days because I I almost thought I don't know what I'd say to people <laughs> in my new version of myself, and so I only started seeing people a little bit more later. And I was still a bit jet lagged. I think today is maybe the first day I feel a bit more normal in my my body clock has adjusted. And um, yeah, you know, even this I just went into Dublin city centre and I got on the Lewis by the tram. It's called the Lewis, which is just the Irish word for tram. And um, this gentleman got on and he was kind of, he was, he was kind of loud and he was talking, he was, uh, had been talking to his friend who was outside the tram and in a wheelchair. And when he got on, he just started, just started talking, just started saying what he was about his friend and his friend, you know, that he had known all his life and feeling bad for him that he was in a wheelchair and, then that this this friend who was in a wheelchair, his girlfriend started taking advantage of him and taking his money, and he he just went into this whole thing. And um, I was kind of, I think in the past I would have been so panicky, and even now I can feel my heart racing a little bit. But I was like standing there just thinking, I just need to love this guy. I just need to love him. I just need to just stand here and listen to what he's saying because I could hear all these judgments going off in my mind and I'll just keep handing them over and keep handing them over and I was so grateful that I could see that in that moment because I would have thought I don't know what to say to him he's talking about you know wanting to kill this woman who had taken his friend's money and you know then he started saying I got shot in the back twice and I have two bullet you know wounds here and he's pointing to a scar in his head and he was like I've been hit with something in my head. I can't remember what he called it. And he was like, if that woman wasn't a woman, I would have hit her with a meat cleaver. And he was just, he was just off, you know, he was just talking. And I was just thinking, just keep loving this guy. Just keep loving this guy. Just, you don't have to say anything. Just keep saying, I love you in your head and my mind over and over again. And I was thinking, and also I I was aware that we were going to be getting off soon. And he was, and you know, he, we did get off. And as we were getting off, he was like, Hey, have a good day. Stay lucky. And we just smiled, you know, and I was thinking, isn't this so lovely that we can connect? Because all of that story and the kind of talking about the violent things that had happened to him and the violent things he was thinking in his mind, I was like, all of this is a, is a cry for love. And yeah, I felt really grateful for meeting him and, um, him showing me, I suppose, our role in the world, you know, and I felt grateful that, you know, the anxiety wasn't so high that I, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't meet him, you know, in that space, but just to be, to be there as a loving presence was, was awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. That's that you could be present for him and look how easily you both parted. Oh, yeah. wow, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful example of just being there and don't not having to do anything, but just being there and loving silently. That's beautiful, Jenny. Mm. Wow, thanks for sharing that. That's 
that's what we're here for, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and my other news, because I listened to the last community call I was on, I was like, wow, because I felt prompted to. I was like, geez, I've come away in a couple of weeks. But um, we've, uh, I feel so grateful to the community because, you know, obviously we've been processing moving to America. And um, so when I was in the Stop Playing Small, I had a realization that part of my resistance to going was feeling unworthy of my husband's support you know that the visa situation would mean that I would be going um as a dependent on his visa and wouldn't be able to work at the beginning and uh we were talking one day in the retreat about relationships and part of you know sometimes we we would like to change it, but then we don't feel worthy of receiving the the change in a way, like the support. So we might like our spouse to to support us, but we also need to be receptive to the the support that comes. And I realized that was a huge part of um, a block for me. And being in, in the States was really helpful and being at a retreat center was really helpful because it was as close as I could get to experiencing. You know, I felt really grateful that Spirit brought me there because I got to experience basically what it was like in Washington when we were there before, but somewhere different and be in that kind of space again. So, um, yeah, and then I was, so all of that was kind of unfolding, that realization of, oh, the block, one of the blocks to me making a decision about coming to America was this unworthiness. And uh, and then the next day at breakfast, I was speaking to a lady on the retreat who I hadn't really met before. And I, don't, I must have said something about, we lived in Washington before. And she was like, I keep getting this message that you're coming to America. <laughs> and I just started laughing because I hadn't even spoken to her about it that 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 was even an option and um she was like also i feel like your husband's a really supportive and grounding presence for you and that really moved my heart because i kind of got to see that i was blocking my receptivity to his support and his his presence of grounding and love in my life so um yeah that that really lifted and so um and her you know confirmation of the decision that my heart had already made you know just by being there so um so yeah we've I've decided that I'm going to go with him to Washington state and we're going to move we handed in our notice when I got home on our apartment so it'll be in the next uh two months or so but we would love your prayers because his visa got delayed um, well, it seems to have got delayed till the end of July, which isn't ideal because the summer starts, you know, the seasonal work starts in June. So he would preferably like to be there by the, I think the 12th or the 18th of June. But currently it looks like the visa's going to take till the end of July. So he'll miss a lot of, as it currently looks, he'll, he'd miss a big uh, chunk of the season. Um, which means that there'll be a a 20 year old and a 19 year old in charge which is a lot of 
responsibility for them um but we're just trusting that well I definitely trust that it's been unfolding perfectly you know this whole year so I feel like that will continue but we'd love your prayers of support for um transition and yeah spirits timing we're only one state down jenny in oregon yeah i know i was thinking that i was like oh well maybe i'll i'll pop in sometime (laughs) say hello yeah take a road trip sometime you need to pop into eugene and come say hi yeah yeah actually there's uh members like um uh, Carla in uh, Portland, I've never met. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. We have a phone thing, you know, but, mm-hmm. uh, and I think there's another member up there. Is it Patricia that lives in yeah. Portland? Yeah. Yeah. Patricia? There might be a third one, I'm trying to think. So, a couple of us up there. Yeah, it's exciting. And I'm I, really grateful to be in the, you're going to have spiritual a great counseling. Day. Yeah, it's a whole new life. That's kind of, that's being transitioned here for us, for, for me, you know, yes. having, yeah. And the spiritual counseling retreat seems like it was just this perfect bridge that I didn't even realize was a bridge. And I was just following my guidance. And when that, even when that guidance came, you know, go to the retreats, I just, I didn't believe it when it first came into my awareness. And now I just see the perfection of it. And I don't even know how much more, how, how it will continue to unfold. But I feel really excited about um, the spiritual counseling and being more involved in masterful living and the community that we have here. I love to do a spiritual counseling training via Zoom, do you? Say that again? You don't suppose they'll ever do a spiritual counseling uh, training via Zoom or anything like that? You have to be I, in don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's part of her training or her certification program is to attend the intensive. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Would you like to go? Uh, I would consider it, but like I said, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not a traveling kind of person these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it will come to the West Coast. Yeah. That's possible. <sighs> well, this has been an excellent time with you all today. Thank you for being here. I logged on to the computer. I got onto the website and they didn't say there was anything going on here today at this time. But I jumped on anyways. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It seems as though things are just are, are just coming, you know, little by little, you know, and and it just having that faith to just take the next step, you know. Hey, yeah. I'm gonna write that one down. Take the next step. This <laughs> be the word of the day. Don't stop. Take the next step. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily knowing. 
you know, like when Jenny went to the retreat, I mean, you know, she didn't know what was going to happen. Me neither. I mean, I, I thought I was going to be doing so many things, picking up somebody, being driven my husband, and here it is, I, I went on my own. Mm-hmm. You know, things, it was just one thing after another, you know. And I didn't even think about the drive back until it was time to drive back. And I just say, okay, thank you, Spirit. You brought me there. I know you're with me. And everything was fine, you know. And, yeah, just just taking a break <laughs> from all the worrying and all the planning. It's, it, it's so liberating to just not have to plan and just to allow Spirit to just do the heavy lifting like Jennifer says I'm, I think I'm beginning to get that <laughs> let's yeah. do it you know I don't have to do anything and especially when I don't know what to do then I know I'm not to do anything at all not until I get some kind of a guidance and sometimes the guidance could just be somebody calling me and asking me to please help them do something and then I'll go or somebody that I was going to go help calls me and say no I don't need you anymore you know, it could come in any different ways, what I'm realizing. And and mm-hmm. the quiet moments of just being still and just listening to spirit and, and just doing the exercises in, in, in the Course in Miracles, is, it seems to be the actual change maker there for me. Yeah, that's what I'm observing. So <laughs> one day at a time. Mm. Yeah. I picked up this um I have Louise Hay's calendar and I really like it. It has different, uh, it has a different saying for each month. And so because I was away, I didn't, I didn't read May until now, but it feels really perfect. I'll just share it with you. So for the month of May, it says, this month I joyfully carry all my experiences. I shoulder my responsibilities with ease and stand on my own two feet, tall and free. Any burdens I may have are light like feathers in the wind. I know I have the power, the strength, and the knowledge to handle absolutely everything in my life. I just really, really liked that because, you know, I feel like this year has just had so many huge, well, they felt huge decisions. And and now it's kind of into a new phase of decisions. But I like you're saying, Karina, it, it can be one decision a day or and sometimes the decisions can be seemingly small things you know like I feel like with our apartment you know do we I don't know do we give everything away do we bring some things with us I don't know you know when do we leave I don't know (laughs) um but I do know that spirit will guide us in each in each decision and so and that's the part about that I feel like has really shifted from the retreats are, you know, I have the power, the strength and the knowledge to handle absolutely everything in my life. That feels like so helpful at a time where, um, and you know, my personality would tend to get overwhelmed at these things and it would trigger off a bunch of anxious thinking, but it feels so liberating to know that, you know, stepping out in trust and spirit has has made everything I've just been to North Carolina North Carolina and you know that was so easy and graceful to to get there and to come home and yeah so I know that the next move will we are we have everything that we need within us and that's just such a 
peaceful thought, you know. Well, Sue, any miracles in your life? <laughs> Since we don't have much time left and you haven't really said anything. <laughs> um, not really. Um, I'm enjoying David Hawkins' book. Um, and I loved uh, Jennifer's prayer today about fear. I thought that was really beautiful. Um, no miracles. Um, everything is peaceful. Um, no worries, <laughs> which is nice. Mm. Um, and I'm looking forward to the weekend where we're going, um, we're going to church tomorrow and then um, we're going to Pennsylvania. Um, I have a friend of mine who's going to stay here at our house with our dog while we're gone. And um, um, Clem's brother belongs to a church there in, in Warren, Pennsylvania. And uh, he organized a, a, a trip for people... Um, in the church to to go to a place called the Sight and Sound Theater, and um, and they do biblical representations of you know uh, Bible stories, and um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, we'll be getting on a bus on Monday morning and uh, traveling and and. Um, and then we'll have dinner and sleep there. And then um, the performance is the next day on Tuesday. So that's just nice. You know, it'll be a nice time with uh, um, my in-laws, who I love dearly. And um, um, meeting some new people from their church and... Um, so it's just nice and um, Mother's Day is tomorrow and and um, my daughter uh, my older daughter sent me a, a nice visa card <laughs> um, so I can buy some flowers for the yard and um, and then I got a big box on the porch of, of flowers that um, that both the girls sent me and Dawn, my older daughter said, and there's something more to come. She said, we ordered it from the UK and you're going to love it and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so um, I don't know what that's all about and I won't be here probably when the, when the, um, when it comes. So, um, but it's just you know, my life is peaceful, and I don't, I don't have worries. And that's a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. Just yeah, and you share that with all of us too, with your peaceful <laughs> presence. It's so, such a blessing. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, it's easy mm-hmm. to be peaceful with you folks. <laughs> yeah. Well, look for the miracles on your on your little journey there. That sounds wonderful, and just be open to see miracles. Because yeah. in on a trip like that, just being with people and watching things, there's a lot of opportunities yes. to realize miracles are all around us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I used to think miracles were only, only the big things, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I will never see a miracle. A miracle is like something extravagant, you know, something that you could never imagine. But I'm finding a lot of little things that are so wonderful that bring me joy. And to me, that's that's those are miracles, you know. Where maybe I thought my husband would be upset about something that I said or that I did or whatever. And then he's fine with it. <laughs> Like the like the other day, but mistakenly I I I um locked him out of the house and I was gone for about an hour with the car, and when I came back he was sitting on the porch you know with his he has a chair there so he was sitting there, and I'm like, oh, um did I don't know what I said but he's like, well, you locked me out I couldn't go in the house. <laughs> and he said it in such an and I, and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And and he says, well, that's okay. I mean, if we have good weather, you know, it's no big deal. I mean, he really, really was totally okay with it. And to me, that was a real big, big miracle. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, because he oh gosh, he's just seeing how he responds to things now compared to before. Mm. Yeah. So I, I take note of that, and I'm so happy. And I just say thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm enjoying that too. You know, I used to be so hard on myself for making mistakes, but that would also mean I would be hard on my husband for making mistakes. And you know, he dropped a cup the other day, and I could see. I, I could, you know, the way you can, you know, somebody's looking at you, but even though I wasn't paying attention. And just, it's so great. I was saying to him today, you know, it's so great to make mistakes and be able to meet yourself with compassion. Like, so when he makes a mistake, I'm like, yes, it's just an opportunity for me to just love him anyway. And to just say, you know, it really doesn't matter. Like it's a cup and, you know, I really like that cup and I'm grateful for it and, and all it served us with. And now we can just let it go. Or, you know, he didn't turn the heat on when I asked him to turn the heat on and then I couldn't have a shower. And I was like, yes, I can just love you. And, <laughs> you know, this is this is great. It's such a different way of being than being critical, you know. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Um, Jennifer said, show me the glory. And I was thinking, <laughs> yes, when there's an opportunity, it's like, show me the truth. <laughs> well, the truth is all as well. Hmm. Hmm. All is well. All is well. Yeah, that's a good, good. That's a good way to. What right, to end? I guess to end this meeting. I mean, I'm I'm taking it. I'm taking all is well, and that's what I'm wishing that all of us keep in mind. All is well. 
Because it is. Because we are loved and we are loved and we are God's children. So what can be wrong? All is well. Thank you, Jenny. Well, any special prayer requests or anything? Rand, you want to pray or you want to who wants to pray us out? How about prayers out? Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Put your hands on your heart. Higher Holy Spirit Self, I'm so totally grateful to be in this loving, kind space for the last hour to share with fellow travelers on the path to enlightenment. I'm so grateful and thankful to be here, thankful and grateful for the opportunity to hear their stories, as well as to hear my own story said out loud, and to let them go, knowing they are the stories of the illusionary world. So thankful and grateful for that opportunity we have in our lives to choose again, to have that opportunity to have grand adventures, I'm so thankful and grateful for however it manifests for us at every stage of our lives. We're thankful and grateful for Jennifer Hadley and all the rest of our family of students because their trials and tribulations help us all. We live through them as well. We go forth today with compassion and love for all beings, especially for ourselves, knowing that we are all one in this journey. We let it be. Amen. 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 Oh, thank Amen. you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. I watched last night. Come Sunday, it's a documentary about a Pentecostal preacher who realized there was no hell. And I'd actually saw him speak at Unity Village. Not Unity Village, but Unity Church of Portland, I think, is where he came. Oh, you met the actual man? The actual actual guy, yeah. Oh, wonderful. I love that movie. I saw it on Netflix. It was, I don't know, it just came to me. And I was like, Yes. (laughs) It's happening in our world right now. People are being enlightened in different ways. I love that movie. Jenny and Sue, if you haven't seen it and you can have access to Netflix, look it up. It is wonderful. What's it called? It's called Come Sunday. Come Sunday. Yes. And Carlson Pearson, I believe. Is that right? I don't. I don't remember, but but when I found out it was a real, you know, today live person who had this experience and what he went through, oh my goodness, very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It's life changing. And and that's how it happens. You know, you just have this knowing. You cannot convince the whole congregation, but you have this knowing and you're not going to change your mind about it no matter what happens. 
It really is a beautiful story. Um, two people that I shared it with, one was my sister and one was uh, a friend of mine. My sister said, yeah, well, anyway, I don't, I'm not sure I agree with everything in there. So we didn't continue talking because I know what she means. And my friend, she just says, oh, I've heard about the movie. So that means to me that she wasn't ready to see it yet or whatever. So I said, okay, I know where I am with those two. I just leave it alone. <laughs> but for me, I really enjoyed it, yes. Mm-hmm. Come Sunday. Very Thank powerful you. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Thank you for the recommendation. I love mm. movies like that. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch it on Sunday. Tomorrow. Come Sunday. Yeah. Come yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you all. Right. All right. Love you all. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Have a great week. Thank you. You too. You too.